This is The Believer's Response with Althea Nbamidele. Welcome to our podcast, where we inspire fellow believers to live an empowered life and to walk the Christian walk victoriously. Let's chat. Hello, everybody. Hey, sis. Hi, people. How are you doing? <laughs> good, good. Wait, I always answer for them. I'm good, too. I'm good, too. <laughs> <laughs> Glory to God. It's been one of those wonderful weeks. We hope you had an excellent week as well. Um, and I'm not just saying that. To God be the glory for the great things that he has done in my life for this week, in my sister's life, and in your life as well. So whatever's blessed you over the week, let us know. Hit us up on our Instagram page, Believer's Response. Tell us what's been blessing you. Hashtag what's been blessing you. And we will report it to the other fellow believers on our next episode. Don't be a blessing hoarder. We want to share because, you know, when you share your blessings, you share your testimony, you inspire people. I've been inspired by so many people's stories. Uh, it's unbelievable to just keep going on in difficult times and challenging times. So let me share with you what's been blessing me for the past uh, week. So basically, it's one of my blessings is spontaneous praise. So what I decided to do, and I was just like thinking to myself, you know, I had lost track with being able to just, you know, worship without some kind of music playing from somebody else or some kind of, um, you know, along with, because a lot of times I replay the church, uh, the church's praise and worship segment in my house and I sing along and my sister's on the team. So I'm singing with her like, hey, sis, I'm singing with you. <laughs> like having a fan moment, you know. So like when I sent you the video and I was like, I'm singing with you, sis. And it was her and I had my laptop on and I was just singing, Holy Spirit, you are welcome. But anyway, I digress. Moments of spontaneous praise have been blessing me. And just having that feeling inside like I can praise God without any assistance. You know, it's, it's good. It's empowering. So um, I encourage you to do the same. You know, try it out. You don't necessarily need to have something to assist you, some background music or something of the sort. You know, God wants to hear from you. Mm -hmm. Yes. And you, sis? Well, how about you? What's been blessing me? been surfing through my mind like Ooh, what's been blessing me it's a lot of things like got too many blessings feel. too many too many <laughs> but um okay there's this one popping in my spirit but it's too early to share ah okay <laughs> <laughs> it's too early so let's, what do we say to that let's okay. get the results let's get the results but but the you have a, a blessing on the rise on the mm, yeah I like that on I have the horizon on the horizon. All right. So what's been blessing me? It's just the like this past week. I was a bit, um, you know, Christians will say the Bible says, "Let the weak say I am strong." Right? Yes. Let the poor say I am. I am rich. <laughs> We're not doing the sword <laughs> drill today. No. All right. <laughs> so I've been uh, very strong. You know what I mean, right? Yeah, I've been very strong, but that didn't stop me from doing all the things I needed to do. And uh, it was just a blessing to know that you, I mean, one thing I say is you have to do what you have to do, but knowing that God has your back 
if you're willing to do it even mm-hmm. with the level of strength you have it will be done amen what you need to get done it will be, be done. done so still goes to show that you know in our weakness he makes us strong he becomes mm-hmm. our strength and and the beauty of it is knowing that oh i cannot do this but then when you submit to his lordship and he infuses mm-hmm. in you his strength mm-hmm. and what you thought a minute ago you couldn't do you just find yourself doing it yes. like okay 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 thank oh, you jesus that's so true yeah so it's just amazing how god just fills us with strength when mm-hmm. we think we are at our lowest so god is awesome awesome i thank him for strength that's what i'm grateful for his strength that makes us and that's strong. a blessing like mm. like you were saying i think we talked about another episode about the blessing of doing mm-hmm. and as you as you do that thing that's difficult the thing that's hard to do god just keeps powering you up yep. as you're going through it yep. and then you look back like you said at the end of the day like i made it through the day how did i make it through the day yes and my sister's blessed with two bouncing beautiful blessings oh Two beautiful blessings, yes, God, you know, and this very busy lifestyle, you know. So we bless God. We bless God. So let us know, you know, what 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 blessed you? What are you um, inspired by right now in this moment of your life, or even from the past? What got you through something, you know, challenging, or what even, you know, just basically kept you going because sometimes when you overcome one thing you gotta you know you end up diving back into something or diving into something not back because we're not going back in the name of jesus amen all right so let us know on our instagram what's been blessing you hit us up let's know yeah so let's get into our topic for today it is can you be reset and i think it that's a good transition from what we're talking about as far as allowing god to strengthen us Mm. so it's like what does that even really mean can you be reset so we want to focus on um mindset we want to focus on and when we say can you be reset you know we're talking about the renewing the renewing that happens when your mind is refreshed when your mind is renewed so in the episode we're going to talk about you know how to recognize when our mindset is shifting and then also how to refocus it and then what is even this mindset thing because mindset is like a hot topic you know especially i know for me as an educator i hear it a lot so i'm going to go to my sis um you talk on it for a little bit. What is, uh, you know, can you be reset? You know, how do we reshift and refocus our mindset? Uh, yeah, I believe strongly that you can be reset. Just like um, you would buy a device. And even though the manufacturer has, you know, their own um, setting in there. But they give you the, should I say the liberty? to reset it to whatever you want it to do mm-hmm. for you. The same thing God has done for us. Um, he has given us the power of, um, you know, the willpower. Mm-hmm. He has given us our minds. He has blessed us with a lot of things, you know, our soul, our body, and our spirit. And he has given us control to a very large extent. You know? Yes. And that's why he will not force us to do anything. He wants to see your willpower play out. <clears throat> so in that sense he made the mind but then he has given us the power to reset it and in the bible in scriptures it tells us in philippians 2 from verse 5 it says let this mind be in you 
which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider its robbery to equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bond servant and coming in the likeness of men. So I went to that scriptures, the scripture to just to note that we are not claiming to be equal with God. Yet, with the mindset that God wants us to have is to know that we are God's. Yes, you are not equal with God, but we are God's by ourselves. And Psalm 82 verse 6 tells us, it says, I said, you are God's and all of you are children of the Most High. You're going to read verse 7 yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to read verse 7. If you have your Bible, please look at what verse 7 says. And I believe that is talking to those who have limited themselves Mm -hmm. to the mindset or the mentality of just this world. So if you limit then, it says, I'm going to say, but you will die as men, men. We will not die as men, men in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. We will not die as mediocres in the name of Jesus. Amen. But we have to live as God. So having the mindset of a God is what we all struggle with. Mm Because you're on earth, things are happening around you, the realities are there, but God is telling you, come up higher. Don't think like mere men think. Don't behave like mere men behave. And that takes uh, takes a lot. Because then I, I checked, what is this thing called mindset? And it says, according to Oxford Dictionary, it says, mindset is an established set of attitudes held by someone. It's been established, you know. What you will see some people wear some t-shirt, they'll say established 190 something. 19. Yeah. So yeah. when <laughs> when did you establish your mindset? Mm-hmm. Imagine if it's like a like a decade old or mm-hmm. you know, over a decade old or you know, so that means it's been established it's something that is set. And then this scripture is telling you you gotta change this, you gotta change, change that, mm-hmm. and it's been set. And then I had to check what's the meaning of establish. Of course, we all use the word, but sometimes you just need to check the dictionary to know, Absolutely. like, what does it yeah. really mean? Refresh yourself. Yeah. Establish means to set up on a firm or permanent basis. Imagine. So, mindset is something that has been set, it's, mm-hmm. it's permanent. So, it's not something that we can just dust off. Mm-hmm. A mindset is not something you can just dust off and say, well, I'll get over it. It's something that has been set and it needs work for it to be changed. Especially if it's a negative mindset. Mm-hmm. It needs change. And then to build anything, it takes work as well. So both <laughs> to, to dismantle and to build up takes a lot of energy. takes a lot of power and, and a lot of work. But God is telling us, <clears throat> and just not to... Um, go to um, far away. I'm going to come back. Let me just, just to um, settle on this point before my sister takes takes over. I wrote in my note that only God's word can root out negative mindset. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. And Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 tells us for the word of God is living mm-hmm. and powerful yes, okay. and sharper than any two-edged mm-hmm. sword. 
piercing to the dividing asunder of souls and spirits and of joints and marrow and is a discerner, a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Only the word of God can do that. It's a discerner of the thoughts and the intent of the heart. And that's why, that's where the mindset is, is formed. That's where the mindset is formed. So if the word of God can reach that point, it would dismantle. And it takes a while. And that's why I, I was, um, when I listened to this um, podcast, it's called, um, some people might have a, an issue with the with the name of the podcast, but I'm going to say it. It's called um, Side Hustle Pro. Side Hustle. Yeah, okay. Side Hustle Pro. So I listened to this podcast and it's um, this lady talking about her, her own journey uh, on um, in, in entrepreneurship and then interviewing other business people. But one of the questions, like the typical question she will always, always ask is, what are your non-negotiables? Mm-hmm. Like when you wake up in the morning, yes. what are your non-negotiables? Mm-hmm. And as believers, we must have those non-negotiables. And I've heard a lot of business people say, I have to have my time to meditate. Mm-hmm. I, have my, I have to have my time to speak with God. I have to have my time to pray. I have to have my time to do this, to do that. Things you, you have to do in a day. Studying the word of God must be, I mean, I don't think it's a, it's a no brainer at this point, but just to reiterate, just in case someone is still playing with it, it's a Mm non-negotiable. If, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, we, we want to do great things, we want to do all these great things, but we are not doing the, the basics, you know, those things that will, that will create a compound interest for us at the end of the day. If we are consistent with our study time with God, these things that we that we struggle with as a mindset will become a thing of the past. Somehow you will, you will even try to look for them and they will be there no more. Because over time, the word of God has uprooted, has uprooted them out. Yeah. Yes. It has dug it out and thrown it into the fire. So I'm going, I'm going to stop here for my sister too, so I can gather my thoughts together again. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think a lot of what you're saying is the, it goes along really well with what I studied about it. And mm. like I said before, being an educator, studying the mindset and how people think is something that we do. And then it becomes like an innate ability because you have to watch and you have to diagnose students on a daily minute by minute basis to see if something is actually even sinking in. And there's two two uh, converse concepts that we study, which is the fixed mindset versus the growth mindset. Mm. So the fixed mindset is the defeatist mindset, right? The one that says that I can't do this. I've been this way all my life. Mm. You know, my parents did it this way. I can't change. Mm. You know, this thing keeps coming back up again. Whereas the growth mindset is the opposite that says that, you know, as you continue to grow, as you gain new information, you can, your mind changes, you know? So what are you feeding? There's a statement that says garbage in, garbage out. What are you feeding on? And I know from watching this um, neuroscientist that's also a Christian, her name is Dr. Carolyn Leaf. And she was, uh, she did like, she does a lot of studies on the mind and how it relates to biblical principles. And one of the things she said that stuck with me since watching her series is that it takes 21 days to break a habit. Mm. So if you think of that in the, in the, in terms of your mindset, 
if it takes 21 days to break a habit, it's probably taking the same amount to fix that habit for you to develop, you know, these negative thoughts and negative thinking for it to become established, as my sister said, rooted deeply inside of your mind. And as, as a child of God, we should have that growth mindset. Like my sister said, we are gods. But if we think we're not, then we will die as mortals and we will not die in the name of Jesus. Amen. So our mindset has to be forward thinking because we serve a forward thinking God and we read his living word every day. That's why it's important for us to consume. We're not consuming garbage. We're consuming the word every day because that helps our mental growth. So the question is now, what happens um, when your mind is moving? Because a lot of our minds are moving in this busy world, but not being productive. So uh, one of the scriptures that I've been kind of internalizing and trying to engraft into my system is from Isaiah chapter 30, verse 15 to 16. And I'm going to read the um, what's International Children's Bible, you know, <laughs> as a... Um, as an educator, sometimes you want to break things down to the littlest pieces so it's more, most accessible. I can read and understand King James very well because that's my goal too. But, you know, why complicate things? So in this one it says, This is what the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel says. If you come back to me and trust me, you will be saved. If you will be calm and trust me, you will be strong. But you do not want to do that. It doesn't that sound familiar? <laughs> we just want to just not. You just don't want to be calming down. <laughs> you just want to keep be calming down, right? <laughs> you don't want to be calming down. You want to just keep being hyped, you know, and to the point where it's, it's habitual. You're just habitually hyped. And verse 16 says, you say, no, we need horses to run away. So you will run away on horses. You say, we will ride away on fast horses. So those who chase you will be fast. So that's what, what uh, God is saying at the end. So those who chase you, since you want to be fast, guess what? What's chasing you will be just as fast. So you need to be calming down. So what, is that? <laughs> what does that look like? You trust in God. You meditate on his word like my sister said. The promises that he has spoken to you in your private time, in your private moments when you're speaking to him, when you see repetitious things coming up again and again, reminding you this is where you should be going. And also to be confident, to rest in your identity. So the, the children, International Children's Bible says be calm and trust me. But the New King James and other versions says quietness. So in quietness, in confidence. That those are the words that um, King James, New King James, and NIV use. So where does that confidence come from? Trusting God. Not trusting in outward circumstances. In the verse, it says that um, these uh, people were going after the horses. They wanted to go to Egypt because they were going after horses. They wanted to go after chariots. They didn't feel like, you know, God was going to be the one to bring them to victory. And doesn't that sound familiar? You find every other way and every other solution that's outside of what God is telling you that he can do. Listen, I'm a victim of it too a lot of times, or I should say a perpetrator because, you know, I'm not going to victimize myself. When there's a, cho when there's a choice to choose God and to choose an alternative, ask yourself, how often do we choose that alternative first before we choose God? Even in the simplest thing. The simplest thing. Like, maybe, okay, an issue arises. And your first thing is to go to your phone. Mm. To make a call to someone. Mm. Or to go to... In fact, I was reading that in my Bible. This is a, it's a specifically a women's Bible. And it was talking about how... Don't call your mom or your, or, or your mm -hmm. friend. Mm-hmm. 
Don't call go them. Go to the scriptures. Go to the scriptures. Go to just scriptures. Be still and listen. Just be still and listen. He will talk. He will talk. Yeah, share it to me. He will talk because a lot of times we want to go. And I, I reference Psalms, uh, Psalms, I'm going to say Psalms, Psalm 20, chapter 20, verse 7, that says, Some trust in chariots and some trust in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. So that should be our our goal. And that's related to also, you know, that fixing and resetting our mindset and thinking as as though we are gods. Because as my sister quoted from Psalm 82, you know, he is our God. He's our Lord. He is our Father, the the God, my, Lord Almighty, mighty in battle. So that being the case, you are a child of the Most High King. You have benefits, okay? And as she noted, we are gods. So the mindset has to be transformed from thinking on that mediocre level. And, you know, chariots, I, I looked at the whole um, concept of chariots because in that day, chariots was something that... Um, were innovations that were kind of seemingly light speed ahead. They were fast, they were used in battle, you know, and they were something that someone, they felt like when you had a chariot in battle, you had an edge, Mm. you know? So what's making you feel in life like you have an edge without God? That thing is false, trust me, it will crash. The wheels will break off, it will crash. And sometimes those chariots can represent people in our life that we feel that you know can be that place of comfort and take that place of God. Other um, chariots can represent ideas now, like idea nouns, as for example, success, prosperity. Those are the things that people hold and they think that okay, well, because I have this, I have security. No, but there's no security outside of God. And listen, God will show you that there's no security outside of Him. Absolutely. Unless you can wrap your mind around that concept. So it also says in the, in, the, in the verse as well that, you know, you will be strong. Your strength depends on how you trust God. How can you trust God? Without faith, the Bible said it's impossible to please God, right? So something that's seemingly impossible, guess what? We have the Holy Spirit to help us. Everything that you seem that you can't overcome with your flesh, that you can't overcome on your own, you know, either way, you're supposed to be leaning on the Holy Spirit. So I looked at some things that we can use. As far as what weakens your mindset. And I, I, I wrote down, number one, your crowded mind. If you have a lot of things going on in there that, you know, you have contending voices, everything you hear in your mind is not, is not, does not originate from you. Number one, you can hear God. That's ideal. Number two, you hear your own voice repeating itself over and over again based on things that you've said. Number three, of course, the enemy. Number four, you hear other people's voices. And this is interesting when it came to me because a lot of people speak to you and they say things to you because they're trying to exert their own will in your life. They want to exert their will in your life, right? And then they have all of their other voices speaking to them. So shouldn't you want to sidestep all of that? And then you add worry to that. Another thing that weakens you is busyness, right? That goes back to chasing horses in the message of version or translation of that bible verse it calls the um calls chasing uh horses and chariots busyness number three is disconnecting from god so what causes you to disconnect lack of trust maybe something didn't turn out the way you thought it was going to and you lose trust prayerlessness you realize that you're not praying number three living by your own will and not god's will that's where it comes into trying to find chariots and horses, substitutions for God. 
Number four, lack of physical rest. This is practical now because when you think about it, you know, we spirit, we're spirit, we're spirit. But at the same time, we live in this body like Jesus Christ did, right? Jesus Christ slept on the ship in Luke chapter 8, verse 22. He needed physical rest, even though the, the storm was raging and the disciples came to him. And, you know, it was like, wow, don't you understand what's going on right now? But he needed rest. He needed physical rest because he was residing in that physical body. So don't you think you need rest too? And I referenced the, um, the American Heart Association that suggests that we need seven to nine hours of sleep. Listen, people, I know she was going to laugh when I said that because it seemed like I'm a sleep queen. But guess what? Do what is ideal for your body because the amount of, the amount of sleep you have and the quality of sleep you have will, can influence a lot of things in your life. Your eating habits, your mood, your memory. Striving while tired is as bad as driving while intoxicated. Look it up, it's facts. Google it, people. And then of course, you know, you can check out the American Heart Association. They have a whole tab on this whole need for sleep. High blood pressure, diabetes, which, you know, we don't claim in the name of Jesus as children of God. A lot of these things can be caused by allowing yourself to lapse. And then guess what also? When you're tired, the enemy can sneak in. You know, when you're least least expecting it. So you have a crowded mind, um, busy schedule, disconnect from God, you lack in rest, and then you add worry on top of that into your mind. That's a recipe for disaster. So I want to end with this um, biblical reference too, from Second Kings four, um, chapter four, Second Kings chapter four, verse four to six, where the widow asked Elijah for help. So in this story, and you can read it, check it out, Google it. Read it whatever in whatever friendly version you choose. I am choosing the International Children's Bible. So whatever friendly version you would like to choose. And you look at her situation. She she was a widow. Um, she didn't have any money. The debtors were coming to take her sons into slavery because that's what they did back then. They didn't just have, they didn't have bad credit and collection agencies. They collected your property and your people. So the first thing she did was connect with God instead of worrying. Right? And then secondly, she shut her door to distractions and contending voices. Because after Elisha told her to go into the room and do what she did, somebody could have come in, another sister could have come in, or brother, and what are you doing in here, Martha? Why are you just pouring oil into vases? This doesn't make sense. Girl, if I were you, I would do blah, blah, blah. Do you know how people always have some opinion of what they would do in your situation? If I were you, this is what I would do. And so she shut the door to contending voices so that she can trust the directions that God gave her through Elisha, right? And that sometimes is what we need to do. Take it down, right? Look at God's word and be calming down, okay? <laughs> <laughs> she laughed every time I say that, but yes, just be calming down. Because I see the picture of the little boy. <laughs> you know, the Holy Spirit plus your desire to change equals a recipe for mending your muddled mind. Man, That's can what I, I, I wrote can down. I come in from there? Go ahead, sis. All right. Because um, when I read the Psalm 82, I didn't read through verse 5. From verse 5, it says, They do not know, nor do they understand. They walk about in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are unstable. And then mm. it says, I said... You are God. So it means that I've mm. been said before. Mm -hmm. You're not getting it. It's been said before. You are God. And all of you are children of the Most High. 
And I know as we're saying this, even we, as we say this to you, we're saying it to ourselves. God has said it over and over again, but it's like you're not getting it. Mm-hmm. You are a God. The first time I heard that, I was like, are you serious? That's blasphemy. <laughs> no, seriously, as a, as a, pre, pre, a pre-K a believer. Wow. Yeah, I, was, I, I didn't believe it, but listen. <laughs> it's there, and it's in, I think it's in John chapter 10 again. God is saying it over and over. I said, you are God, and all of you are children of the Most High. Believers, we are God's. We are God's. It has to settle. Mm-hmm. It has to settle. And we have to move on the on the power and the and the and, and the grace of that word. We are God's. It needs to and that's why, in fact, I didn't write this down, but it just came to me that when and, oh, oh sorry. Mm-hmm. This is the reason why we must write down what has God said about you and yes. say it back to yourself. Yes. Mm-hmm. What what do you say to yourself every day? How do you remind yourself of what God has called you? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes the way we behave is just it's just uh, a proof of what we have forgotten about ourselves or the things we believe from what the enemy has said is as a result of what we have refused to hear from God. Mm-hmm. You know. And uh, w- one of the things that I saw there is lack of knowledge will make a believer die like a mere man. Yes. Lack of yes. knowledge. And the, 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 um, there's a saying that ignorance is not a defense. No, ignorance of the law is not a defense. It's, it's not, not a defense. You cannot say, oh, I didn't know. That's why. What are you doing? Why don't you know? Let's dig into the word of God. As I say this to you, I say it to myself. There is no excuse for us. What do you need to know about yourself? It's right there in the word of God. And um, like I I, I mentioned earlier, daily study of the word is non-negotiable. It's non-negotiable. Hosea chapter 4 verse 6 says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I also will reject you from being priests for me. Because you have forgotten the law of God. I also will forget your children. So, apart from not studying, when we study, we must not forget. That's one yeah. thing I'm working on. Yeah. Yeah. Do not forget what you have studied. God forbid. God will not. God will not forget our children in Jesus' name. Amen. So, negative mindset defiles a person. I didn't even know that. I found out about that this morning. That a negative mindset can defile a person. Wow. I was surprised. Girl, see, doesn't that make you want to just change? I want to change. Like, nothing evil is going to stay in me. Jesus. Matthew, I'm going to end with this. Matthew 15, verse 10. From verse 10, he says, When he had called the multitude to himself, he said to them, Hear and understand. Not what goes into the mouth defiles a man, but what comes out of the mouth. This defiles a a man. Then his disciples came and said to him, Do you know that... The Pharisees were offended when they heard this saying. But he answered and said, Every plant which my heavenly father has not planted will be uprooted. Let them alone. They are blind leaders of the blind. And if the blind leads the blind, both will fall into a ditch. Then Peter answered and said to him, Explain this parable to us. Verse 16. So Jesus said, Are you also still without understanding? Do you not yet understand that whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach and is eliminated Mm -hmm. 
you know, you, you poop it out. I'm sorry, I need to use that word. Yeah. <laughs> but those things which proceed proceed out of the mouth come from the heart mm-hmm. and they defile a man. Thank you. Thank you. You know, for out of the say, heart sorry. proceed evil thoughts. I've, mm. I've read this thing, sis. But it never occurred to me. It never made sense. Wow. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, mm-hmm. adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. Mm-hmm. But all of these thoughts we want. Evil thoughts. These are the things which defile a man. Mm-hmm. But to eat with unwashed hands does not defile a man. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. We need to meditate on that. Yes. It's funny. I've been meditating on that Matthew 15, 13 for the entire, for like the past few days. I even read this same place this morning. And now this is up. Listen, people, there's no coincidences, especially when you're a child of God. Open your eyes and see. Thank you, sis, for, for sharing that. Thank God. Me too. Wow. I need to go just look more into it. Like, what? I would not. I'm sure. You, you know, by the grace of God, we will not defile ourselves with Amen. our negative mindsets. Any more and peradventure we have anywhere in the Lord, past, let there be restoration. Amen. Move restoration, yes. And everything that is not planted yes. in our minds yes. and our bodies let's be rooted out. by our in Father, let it be rooted out. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So, Woof. we've come to the end of this episode. We hope that you are blessed. We've just been sitting here blessing each other and mm-hmm. just going off. We're just blessed. <laughs> Thank you, you know. So we just we we thankful and um, make sure you share this episode, bless another, mm. and continue listening. And as we always say, as a believer, as you remain Maybe. in Him, you will be victorious because because that's, that's the believer's response. Amen. That's our response. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Woo. <laughs>